Hey, everybody, we're back. Are we back? Were we gone? We were. Well, were we gone? I think everybody missed us. I like to think that they really missed us. Actually, we decided to take uh, one week off, and at good time too, because uh, from the sounds of it, you uh, were sick Over for the one day. For a few days, I was. I was dead. Actually, I. I legally died. Sounds like an episode of House. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. How was your weekend? It was pretty good. Yeah. What are we going to talk about on this episode? Because I have no idea. Look at my notes. We're just going to banter. Look at my notes. Nothing. We are in the dry season. There is nothing. It is. uh, uh, Specifically for our teams. There is nothing going on right now. It's super boring right now. And uh, um, yeah. So we're just going to kind of make some stuff up as we go and have fun doing it. Let's roll. Well, we're not ready yet because there's like five seconds left. Almost maybe now or, or now. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. I realized we did that entire pregame, like we're calling it, without even saying what podcast this was. What episode is this? Uh, 24. Yeah, I believe it's 24, like that show with, what's his butt? Jack Bauer. Oh, yeah. Kiefer. Kiefer. Kiefer Sutherland. So should we call this episode the Red Phone? We should. Okay. Or the Summer Sucks episode. <laughs> or the... Um, I have a feeling like that episode is probably going to come around uh, like July 9th. That's probably it's what, kind of a like a very specific there's probably, day. There's nothing going on. Training camp hasn't started yet. It'll just be just dull. I think that that's going to be pretty much from here until training camp starts. Most likely. Yeah. So we should do Summer Sucks Part 1. <laughs> part 2, 3, 4, <laughs> 5, 6. <laughs> Welcome to Summer Sucks Part 10. <laughs> <laughs> the show that never dies. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is a Common Ground Football Podcast. Um, for those of you that are joining us for the very first time, thank uh, you, thank you. Um, but you're dumb, and you should wait until football season starts. I don't know if we want to tell uh, <laughs> new new listeners that. Oh, sorry, you're not dumb. You're very smart for tuning in, but we're sorry for what you're about to hear because summer sucks. <laughs> we that's what we said. Um, how's it going, man? Pretty good. You had a uh, a fun weekend. It sounds like. Indeed. A little, a little wedding action. There was a wedding. Yes, some that good, was fun. Some good friends. Um, there was also. Uh, a good father-son bonding moment. Uh, Lucas rode on his first uh, four-wheeler. Did he? He did. Was he scared? No, he was all about it. Just a huge smile. And, and I haven't ridden one in probably 13, 14 years. But I got on it. What were you, like five he, years old then? Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 um, I'm sitting on it, and he, he sat was sitting in front of me. <clears throat> and we just went kind of down just a little dirt, like a little orchard road kind of thing. It's like a full size, like yeah, no, oh. full eight, and he was just, uh, just smiles, all smiles, and then uh, we get back, and I put it in neutral, and I showed him where the throttle was, and he he reached forward, and just just revved that thing, <laughs> and then cried when we had to get off, but yeah, no, he was all about it. So that's the uh, opposite of my so, child, who I just scared to death. <laughs> no, no, he. Yeah, he was all. So, if anybody wants to start a GoFundMe to get me a four wheeler, it can be a cheap one. Go for it. Oh, we have a GoFundMe, so they can put it on there. Well, no, we'll, we'll, no, we'll wrap it. Me. But we'll wrap it. It'll say Common Ground all <laughs> over it. We'll make it official. 
And we'll ride it at like events and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that would we be can cool. make them street legal where we're at. So sure can. I say we do that. That sounds like a blast. Let's do it. <laughs> what about you? How was your weekend? I was sick the oh, entire man. time. You know, we weren't planning on taking a week off originally. We kind of granted we take a, we take a day a night off. So well, really yeah, a week, but, but it is yeah. a week because we you know it's a, it's an entire we give people a week true to listen to these and we weren't around and people were crying. That late night phone call from Dennis from Ohio, <laughs> you could hear him crying. It's like, dude, what the f? And I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Work my whole schedule around you guys. So I'm sorry for go, anybody. Go else back out and there. listen to previous episodes. Yeah. We got that, an entire catalog. We do have a catalog now. <laughs> Twenty three of them. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I was sick. That sucked. It was not fun. Um. I didn't get anything done. Are you uh are you back to being healthy? Uh as about as healthy as, as I could be. Sweet. Um yeah. Got to, got to make a little announcement there on Saturday. Oh yeah. You know? Would you like to share that with our no. listeners? No? Okay. <laughs> Listen to the end of the episode and hear what Brian's announcement was. Ooh, that's called a tease. He's getting good at those people. By the time the football season starts, he'll be a pro. Um, so this will be one of the quickest episodes known to man. We're five minutes in and I already, am just like, uh, <laughs> so we're just going to banter and kind of practice a little bit for, uh, our other project we have down the road. The Alan Parsons project. Yeah. Was that our code name for it? <laughs> <laughs> um, anything going on? Preparations in A through G were, <laughs> we're successful. Com- we're complete failures. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you're right. Age does feel good on the whole. Uh, Austin Powers fans out there, good movies. Anybody? The movies like twenty years old already. I they need to make another one. They want I'm to. ready. They want to. I'm ready. Although yeah. I did notice Mike Myers has gained a little bit of weight in the face. Um, but he did have Doctor Evil come back on SNL and it looked yeah. just fine. Yeah, I'm ready. So Austin Powers, more please. Anyway. Well, what's going on in Cowboys world? Anything at all? Because, you know. So let's jump right into it. We're doing um, it. The, they officially signed third-round pick Michael Gallup, wide receiver. That third-round pick, um, with the way that the, the rules are, usually those ones can take a little bit longer because they have a loophole and when they need to sign them and, you know, all this oh, other yeah. crap. But anyways... Michael Gallup signed, so the 2018 draft class is all fully signed. So that's done and over with. Um, I actually had a couple transactions today. Waived uh, undrafted offensive lineman Jerron Jones, and they signed guard Damian Mama. I'm sorry. His name is what? Damian Mama. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Um, Maybe they'll bring in uh, uh, Bruce Papa. But we'll, see, but we'll see. Um, other than that, really, the only thing going on around Cowboys world is either um, stupidity or wow. everyone latching on to what a certain person says. And um, let's start. Let's start with stupidity. Yes. Uh, over the weekend, Terrence Williams crashed his. Uh, well, initial reports were he. Um, Got into an accident and left the scene, and then was later uh, arrested by the uh, uh, Dallas local PD. Or I don't know if it was Dallas; it might have been in Frisco. 
Um, and then reports came out a little bit later that what had happened. Well, first of all, he was drinking. If you are drinking, just just don't don't grab your keys. Don't drive, especially these guys. I don't understand why they would go out and drink or just do whatever and then and then attempt to drive. You're a professional athlete. I guarantee Who you make buttloads I, of money. I guarantee you and, he, and can't afford an Uber. Well, it, it it pisses me off and I get so frustrated because just last month there was a commercial that he did that came out for Lyft. Yeah. It's like come on, man. He probably so, gets free Lyft. So anyways, <laughs> he his side was he wrecked his car. He didn't hit a light pole as they previously or they said, you know, in the initial report. He wrecked his car. Um, he went, walked to, and it was near his house or something. So he walked to his house to call a tow truck, call a friend, and then was riding a scooter back to the car. And then that's when he was picked up and they took him in and arrested him. But still, if you have a a sip of alcohol, don't get in the car and drive. That goes for everyone out there. I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter who you are. Thank, you know, thankfully is the first thing that I was hoping I didn't see was Terrence Williams, you know, arrested for DUI or, you know, arrested for drunk driving and then, you know, so-and-so injured or so-and-so even worse killed. That's what I was most, I mean, anytime I see that, that's, I don't want to see that. And that has a personal, you know, strikes a personal chord with me because that's how my, you know, that's how my uncle died. Yeah. He decided to drink and drive and he got into a car wreck and passed away. So don't, I mean, just don't. That's so dumb, especially if if you get free rides or if you've got the money to be able to call anybody and pick you up, do it. So anyways, now there's a lot of talk. Are they going to cut him? Are they going to keep him? Um, If Dallas cuts him, they're they're not going to save any money. They'll still, they'll have four, four and a half to five million of dead dead money. So cutting him is not going to save them any money. They would just be, you know, cutting a player who made a very stupid mistake. So more to come on that. We'll we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, that was really the only that was the big thing that kind of came out, and it just it was the first time that uh, that was the like uh, what am I trying to say? That was a surprising one. Didn't see didn't see something like that coming from him. Usually, you know, pretty high character guy. You know, just made a bad decision. Those are the ones though that you don't see coming but they happen like all too often like it's not always the guys sometimes it's like the guys that are the troublemakers usually maybe they don't get in trouble like it's just it's you never know yeah basically i'm saying you just don't you know and it's and it's i know it's happened with other teams before too but i mean it's a sensitive issue to you know the cowboys organization because it was just a short you know four or five years ago when uh Josh Brent was behind the wheel. Josh Brent was a defensive tackle. He was behind the wheel, drunk driving. Um, teammate Jerry Brown was with him, and they got into a car uh, car wreck, and Jerry Brown died. Jeez. So, and then they played. Uh, they played the Cincinnati. That it was like the couple days later is when they played Cincinnati. So um, they're you know every organization should be sensitive to that, but you know the Cowboys have had some bad experience with players doing that. So, but. Moving on from that stupidity, the other uh, actually we're going to go into probably more stupidity. So, what was what would your reaction be 
if you had a player on your team, say the starting quarterback, and he was giving an interview and he said, uh, I want to be the best player that blank team has ever had, what would your reaction be? I feel be? like your hypothetical is, uh, <laughs> I mean, you can kind of see right through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have, uh, I remember, I, I, I remember this story now, now that you actually mentioned it and I couldn't wait to talk about it, but I was sick and my brain was like foggy and, but you bring it up and now I'm like, Ooh, yeah. I remember all last week listening to that and, um, there's some mixed reaction out there from your quarterback and what he said Mm -hmm. where some people are like, Hey, so he wants to be the best. Good for him. Yeah. That's awesome. But then there's a lot of other people who are like, hey, um, probably shouldn't say that because now the pressure you just put on yourself is tremendous because now every mistake you make, they're going to be like, oh, you can't do that if you want to be the best ever. What do you think? It's your team. It's your boy. I would <clears throat> I'd 100% of the time always want a player to believe that. Right. Otherwise, why the hell are you playing? But should he say it? Yeah, you should say. Okay, it. why not? Because there's because you're you're you are actually from what I listen to because we've talked about this before. I listen to sports talk radio all day. That is my life. All day, all day. I actually have a job, but in that job, I, I listen to radio. And the majority of the people that I listen to hated that he said that. But do they hate it because? Are they are they being too emotional or taking into effect? Oh well, this is the team that had uh, Roger Staubach and Troy Aikman and Danny White and you know Tony Romo and now you got this you know third year well going into his third year saying these things. It it kind of stemmed from the pressure part of it. Like it's ballsy of him to come out and say something like that as a third year going into his third year. Like, but I. I don't have a problem with it because my own quarterback did that. Like Russell Wilson has come out. Russell Wilson said he not only did he want to be the best quarterback of the Seahawks ever, Russell Wilson has flat out said that he wants to be the best quarterback of all time right. in the NFL. No one gave him crap for saying that except for maybe to make fun of him like, you're short. Well, and that's, and that's the other <laughs> thing coming with, you know, coming towards Dak is people just laughing at him. But I know I want, especially a quarterback, the leader of the team. I want him to be to feel that way. And as far as pressure goes, I mean, this is a guy who stepped in as a rookie and just, you know, had no pressure. Well, but the backlash, I think, is coming from that because I think that, like I said, you do have that the fan base that you hate. Right, right. Ninety three. It keeps going up, but like oh, okay. about ninety three point three percent of uh, Cowboys fans. Mark that down it. that in episode twenty four in May on May twenty first mm-hmm. that uh, it's at ninety three point three. We'll see where it's at as we get closer to the season. Um, but that group of fans, you know what they're going to do? They're going to take that and every little thing that he does wrong. Oh, you can't do that. Oh yeah. If you want to be the best ever, you can't do that. Oh, interception. Best ever would never throw that. And he's then always going to get compared because of the team that you're we're talking about here. Right. And that's the big and part of this yeah. whole thing. It's just because it's Dallas. So now he is going to get compared to, to Troy Aikman, who is, to me, like, 
would Troy have ever said that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like Troy Aikman's just like quiet and like oh, no. very. Hmm. Oh no, he would have definitely said that. Yeah. But he's not going to get compared to all those guys, and you have a team that's been. It's you know who oh, it's America's team. Well, and this will be and this will be one of those <laughs> things. Either everyone's going to hold on to this and remember this, or by the time training camp starts, no one's going to even remember. Oh, it, in the be, oh, in the social media whatever. age we live in, no, we'll see. <laughs> It'll never go away. Especially, well, here's the thing: it won't go. It'll go away if he just if he continues to improve and just performs and does fine. You'll never hear about it because it won't matter. If he struggles, it'll get brought up because somebody in the media will go, oh. Well, I remember in the off season when he said this in an interview, and then that'll get blown up because of social media. So, it'll it, it, you'll never hear about it if he's doing fine. You just won't because nobody will care. They'll just be focusing on look how good he's doing, right? Look how good Dallas is doing because this third year quarterback has come in and look at the steps he's taken and and how good he's become. Well, but, and the, and it's saying this also all kind of stemmed from um, Stephen Jones saying, you know, we got to get ready to pay him. And he's gonna, he's going to get paid, you know what what he deserves, and, that, and so that kind of kicked off already. It already pissed off a lot of fans because they were like, "Well, he hasn't done anything yet, and you're already thinking about pay, giving him a big payday." So, but anyways, other than that, uh, and actually, some just before we started recording. So I don't know if you watch. Do you watch that top 100 breaking news? Crap. Do I watch what, top 100? The top 100 players in the NFL. Okay, but who that. who creates that list? The players. Oh, the players do this. Yes. Um, so I'll take. I, so I'll take that one. That'd be okay. But no, I don't watch it. So, anyways, if you do and you are out there who watches, you know this crap. You know, good for you. This crap. But uh, Zeke Elliott came in at fifty four. You're only calling it crap because he came in at fifty four. But he's if he's ranked that way amongst his peers, how do you drop from seven to fifty four? Well, like you said, he only played how many games last year? Ten. Okay, so he missed six games. I mean, maybe they're just, you know. Okay. But um, <laughs> then you have. you got to remember, you're also a Dallas fan, so it's hard. Like, you're. You Case Keenum ranked oh. in front of him. <laughs> Where's Bortles? And you had. And you had Where's Bortles? You had Zach Martin ranked 71. Where's Bortles? Anyways, Bortles is. Uh, he's zero. <laughs> Not even on the top 100? No, he's just zero. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Other than that, that's really all that was going down in uh, Dallas. Um, OTAs, voluntary OTAs started today. Um, Nothing's come out of that yet, but um, we're getting closer and closer to training camp. It'll be here before we know it. I hope. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Please, 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 please. What about uh, Seahawks world? What about uh, Seahawks world? Seahawks land. Well uh nothing so moving on okay now the uh <laughs> brandon marshall was in town oh uh, that's right yeah he, he got cut after he said sorry des new york has no room for you and then about an hour later he got cut yeah i was like uh how dare you say that <laughs> you're gone uh bye-bye um sidetrack real quick des still hasn't assigned what's up with that he did get a contract with wendy's <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a multi-year deal <laughs> Or do he want to give him a year, to see what he's got, and then maybe you know prove himself? Well, so an interesting. So you you know you mentioned that. Of course, now that narrative has come up. Oh, Williams, great, he did this. We're gonna cut him. We're gonna bring Des back. No, that's that's what's being floated around oh, out there now. 
Not by anybody official, just by, you know, the 93.3% of fans. Oh, those fans again. <laughs> yes, those fans. If any of those fans listen to our podcast, we really do love you. <laughs> Don't listen to him. It's not how this business works. He's bitter. Um, yeah, so Brandon Marshall came for a visit. Um, they have interest in him, but it sounds like his health is a concern. And um, I would guess that they offered tiny dollars, little ones. And you just offered tiny dollars to T.O. since he thinks he can play still? I saw that today. A little workout? Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> he wants to be the first uh, Hall of Fame player who is on a roster. <laughs> T.O., just give Shut it up. up just, yeah, Shut just, up. Just give it up, buddy. Good grief. I, I, I love, tr- trust me, I loved him when he was with Dallas and when he was in Dallas. He had great, he had a great three years. Um, but just shut up, dude. <laughs> you're not going to, you're not going to get onto a squad. And I know that if, and if you were to hear this, then awesome. I'm, make me so happy. But I know that you would hear that and be like, oh yeah, no, that's, that's motivation. Yeah. I, I feel Those common ground football podcast guys. They're giving me the fire I need, <laughs> but dude, you're, you're not going to get onto a team. <laughs> you think he listens? <laughs> I hope so. I, uh, it feels like there's a little trend in the league where the TO is way out there. When you talk about has beens, like he's way out he's, there. What, 40, 44, 45 yeah. years old. But you notice like these players as they get older, Kurt Warner, yeah, another one. All of a sudden, these guys where they used to like a team would give these guys a shot. Not happening anymore. Not a trend at all. They're want everybody wants to get younger, and when you hit that magical thirty, like it's just it's night and day. Like they're just the teams are just done with you, unless you're a center. Unless you're well, unless you're a center, but like the only position now or long in, snapper in the NFL where you can play effectively into your 40s as quarterback because you're protected so much or you know i want to say or kicker kicker yeah i guess but long snapper yeah okay but i think quarterback (laughs) is the main one like think about a long snapper or a punter or a kicker they're not on the field for almost every snap of a possession quarterback is and they do take some beatings oh yeah but not like an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman or anybody else. So you look at like Tom Brady. You are over there? You want to talk about it? I'm good. Okay. You look at like Tom Brady who, you know, he's, well, he's drinking something special to make himself last. But these teams aren't going aren't gonna to go for the, I want to make a comeback. Or, no, I can still play. I know I'm 35, 36, 40. They don't care anymore. They want to get younger. I just think it's interesting how that's changed. Yeah. Where you go into baseball and baseball is like because your your golden years in baseball are a little bit older into your thirties, they're willing to give a forty year old a shot. Drives me crazy. Ichiro. <laughs> Ichiro. That's a whole other subject. Um what else happened for the Seahawks? Chuck Knox died. That was yeah, that was sad. That. that was unfortunate. Eighty six. Um Good years of the Hawks, obviously. I was a baby. So. <laughs> a baby. I didn't remember much. I was a baby. But uh, a Seahawk great that, that unfortunately passed away for sure. Um, OTAs, another round of voluntary OTAs started today. 
Earl Thomas wasn't there. Shocking. And that story will not die until he has put pen to paper. Um, that story will die, actually, because the problem is uh, he's not going to put pen to paper. The sounds like that there are no negotiations happening right now. There's been no interest in negotiations starting back up at all. And at this point, it sounds like Seahawks are saying, okay, we've heard from Earl's camp that he is going to play. And so we've put our offer out there. Earl apparently must not think that's enough, which doesn't surprise me. And so now they're both planning on moving forward with the season. Excuse me. So this story dies when the regular season starts and Earl Thomas is out there playing. We'll see what happens. So I'm I'm thinking that these league meetings, these owners meetings that are coming up, there's probably it doesn't mean he won't be traded. Probably something that's going to crop back up. He, he absolutely could be traded, but they also could do what I'm thinking that they're going to do, which is make him play. Earl's not going to. It's it's a contract year, so he's not going to half ass it. He still wants to show he's Earl freaking Thomas, and if he doesn't re-sign with the Seahawks or they don't franchise him. He, he can go out and make big money. Yeah. But I believe that they'll make him play, and then they'll franchise tag him. Some people don't think that they'll do that to him. I I wouldn't put it past him one bit. Would not be shocked. We shall see. So, But he's not there. And again, guys, listeners, Seahawk fans, the key word to these workouts, voluntary. Yeah. He doesn't have to be there. And, then- and as a veteran – why should he be there? Right. Who cares? Brady's not there. <clears throat> I am like losing my voice. Um, Brady's not there, but that's a bigger story because he's a starting quarterback. And wouldn't he want to like get some work in with these rookies and, you know, he's Tom Brady. Yeah, but maybe he's not there because Gronk's not there and they're buddies. Very, very, very possible. Yeah. Or he just is like, no, I'm good. I'm going to do my own thing. Well, yeah, but I think there's also I there's the underlying drama in New England. I think that's causing that more than anything. Be an interesting year in the uh, AFC East. We'll see what happens. You know, there's going to be a camera on the sidelines. Oh, well, there already is. Like, there's literally <laughs> there's, bra- there's, there's more. There's actually like multiple, but yeah. I, well, but I mean, like the Brady cam. <laughs> I'm I'm convinced there already is, but for sure they're going to be watching because they want to fu- they they want the drama for ratings and for the story. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. They want another blow up like last year, Brady and McDaniel's. Like they want that again. It'll be interesting to see. So got off topic there, but yeah, and sorry, NFL that Des isn't on the sideline right now, so you'll have to pick someone else to scrutinize. <laughs> they do like to do that, don't they? Yeah, you got your bitter man. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. I'm totally cool with it. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with Earl. That story, you're right. It's just not going away. So I and we'll see what happens. Um, but I also want to put out. Um, Bobby Wagner was actually on um, mm. 710 ESPN Seattle today. Yep, I did see that. Or this. And at the end of... Uh, wow. <coughs> see how froggy it's happening? Oh, my God. One week off, and now it's a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, this is my cool voice. Hey. Hey, everyone. Hey, everybody. <clears throat> um, Wagner had a, had a good interview, and then at the end, he said he had to do a little shout-out to to earl thomas which i found interesting because him and earl had the spat like towards the end of the season yep, yep and that you know keep your name out my mouth th- or out your mouth thing or whatever the hell he said yep um so 
but he basically told what he was basically saying was almost like a message to Earl, like, "Hey, you know, we we almost like we miss you. We'd love, you know, we would love to have you." Blah blah blah. Um, everyone. I mean, the players love Earl, and he's a he's he's a fixture in that defense. And honestly, he's all that's almost left of that defense. Yep. So with Cliff Averill now gone officially and moving on to the media and then you still got no word on cam i doubt he plays so now it's bobby and and kj and then some front line guys but in the secondary well then you're you're boomerang byron maxwell so yeah but even maxwell he's been there and then he was gone and then he was back wagner bobby and and earl are your guys and they're the and, and they're two very vocal players mm-hmm. so they, well, and, they well, want them there I, well and you gotta add in the other two too i mean well he's been gone for a couple of years but bruce irvin's gone yep. and now this year michael bennett's gone sherman's gone i mean so and sherman's everyone's, gone everyone's gone so yeah everybody's gone it is i saw someone else say it, i can't remember who what uh, article it was from espn but they literally said the seahawks have had the worst off season ever for them with everybody that left, all the turmoil, all the drama. And, of course, this drama started as the season was ending. It wasn't even end-of-season drama. Mm-hmm. But I think I would, you could probably point to the Dallas game. Earl? With Earl running down there. That was a big deal. And, then and that, that was that kick-started a I bunch mean, of stuff. And then not and not just his story, but then yeah, all this other stuff that kind of happened. So, <clears throat> But I want to say that the web grows. The just <laughs> Got some flashing lights out there. Somebody done got pulled over. Don't speed, folks. Don't speed. Um, Any hizzle. <laughs> I, I do want to point out, and I'm there's there's so many mixed feelings about what this next season's going to be. And originally, like if you t- if you'd asked me when the season ended, and then people started like disappearing, and all of a sudden Sherman's gone, Bennett's gone, I would have probably told you, oh good god. We're going to be lucky to win like four games. This is going to be an absolute just dumpster fire season, but that's okay because we'll come back in 2019. Mm-hmm. We'll be awesome. But now after the draft and watching some of the the tape on the guys, seeing some of the the rookie minicamp and like reading what these people are actually like they, with the the guys that know way more about football than me and what they think about the about these new guys. Everybody, seriously, I've said this before. This season is going to be better than you think. It really is. I honestly believe that. I could be 100% wrong, and it could be that dumpster fire. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking to my prediction. What was your prediction? Seven and nine. And see, to me, like that's a success. <laughs> <laughs> Seven and nine. Um, and as far as the division goes, I, I think the Rams are going to take that, followed by San Francisco, then Seattle. See, I think they could go eight and eight. I even think they could go nine and seven. Believe it or not, I really do. Yeah, Russell Wilson's still your quarterback. Their only question mark is the big question mark is still who's he throwing to. Right, you can't throw. I mean, I guess he could throw every pass to Doug, but Lockett is still. I I love Lockett, and and he's in a he's in. I think this is a contract year for him, so um, he's going to want to perform really well. But still, that's kind of the only hole is who's he throwing to. Mm-hmm. But we're going to dominate the freaking punting game, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like we're gonna be able to change the field because there's gonna be plenty of times where the Seahawks, you know, go three and out. Cause they do that a lot. Hunters are football players too. I know they are. They really are. And this Dixon, dude's a stud. Um, favorite signee in the, or favorite draftee. <laughs> Love him. 
Um, but no, it's seriously, it's going to be better than you think. And some of the media guys are starting to believe that. So I, I just think everyone needs to calm down. And it's the same for every team. Like, we have no freaking idea. You honestly don't even know, like, until is it just me or, like, the first quarter of the season, like, the first four games. You really don't even know what you have until you get through the first four. Right. And then you're kind of like, oh, okay, I get then it. You have, then you might have somewhat of an idea. Yeah. So everyone chill out. Chill, bruh. Relax, as A.A. Ron would say. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's, that is about, that's about all. That, that, that's, that, that's about that's all about I have to say about that. Gen A. Um, I wanted to ask you on Tom Brady. Now we'll move off of our teams and just talk about whatever. Sure. Um, do you think it is because he's just a veteran and doesn't need to be there? Or is it drama-induced? It might just be I've got my own high-tech training facility. You know, <laughs> TB12. You know, yada, yada. Um I'm just, and, you know, there might be some other things that he's already got scheduled for, you know, other galas or balls because he's always doing those kinds of things. It's just one of those, I've done this enough. I'm going to handle my business. I'll, I'll be ready for training camp. He'll show up day one of training camp, and the drama will be over for now. I somewhat disagree. <laughs> I do believe it's 100% drama-induced. I think that there is something going on in New England that is um, it's not good. I mean, it's great because I hate that team. but <laughs> And I like to see it crumble. But uh, it's it's not good for them. There is definitely some there's some cracks happening. And, I mean, you're a believer, right? This, you think this is it. This, I, I th- think this, this is, is the last season. Yep, I think this is it for Brady. I don't even know if it's necessarily it for Brady, but I think if there's enough drama, if if Kraft has to make a choice between Brady and Belichick, who's he pick? Belichick, really? If Robert Kraft has to has to make, I'm a decision? just I'm just I'm asking. Oh no, he would he'd be sticking with Belichick. Sorry, Brady. Because do you honestly like? So here's my thing. You can't argue that Belichick's a great coach. You can't argue it. No, not at all. Oh, hold on. No, not at all. <laughs> you, you can't uh he may be a terrible guy in press conferences and and whatnot but you cannot argue he's a great coach but is he the a great coach because of his combo his little partnership with tom brady well the, that's part of it but i mean you still can't take away the the you know all the coaching true but that means that you're saying that you can then take brady can go because he's old and he sucks. Patriots right. would still be winning the division. And you, th- but you, well, okay, but that also how comes down to who else is in that division. <laughs> Let's say all those teams are decent. You're telling me that if you put another quarterback in there, that's a, that's obviously one that he has scouted and he believes in. Whatever, right? Not just any Joe Blow. He's whoa. a he, whoa, but he's a good enough coach that he can then do it again. See, I don't know if that's true. If Brady was gone, they would still make the playoffs and probably win the win the wild card round. They would still be there. I think until Belichick is gone, that's when I'm just being controversial and just saying, "Hey, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens." I'm just I uh, tune in for 2019. I I'm a firm believer that a team is. I, this is not to take anything away from 
great coaching. I get it. But I'm a firm believer in the quarterback is a bigger part of that equation than a lot of people want to believe or admit. And you take Tom Brady out and put another quarterback in. Yeah, you're right. Probably winning the division, but that's only because that division sucks. If you if those teams were good, it'd be a different story. And then do you, is, does a man like then Belichick does he even want to start all over again? Because that's what he's doing. No, I think he would be done. And I I tend to agree with you. I don't think that. And I, and with everything he's accomplished, why would you want to start all over again? Unless that's all his life. That's his life. Unless that's it's what he wants a to front, do. you know some sort of front office you know deal, but maybe not coaching. Take him but, off the field. But, but didn't we did we talk about this? in one of our very early episodes if one goes they're both gone that's just kind of going to be the end of it i think we did because it was the debate like okay well if this well because we were trying to figure out if it was when that season ended if it was going to be it yeah so i don't know with all the drama that's going on i i tend to believe let's if brady goes belichick doesn't necessarily follow him you know and if belichick were to say i'm done i don't necessarily think tom brady then says well i'm done i don't know but I, I don't want the, I don't want Belichick to get all the credit. Like, oh, greatest coach in the world. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We will see what happens. That is your it's gonna line. Be an, it's going to be that's an, your line today. We will see what happens. <laughs> now it's going to it'll be an interesting year. He's for, exhausted uh, and he wants to go home. Oh yeah, <laughs> as do you. He's so tired. I'm fine, dude. Seriously, dude, dude. All I didn't need to do a podcast for a week, man. <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> it's dark in here. It is dark in here. We forgot to turn on lights, and you were like, hey, no, it's fine. It's really dark here. I can barely see you. It's like the end of our draft coverage. <laughs> Super dark. All right, so I do want to ask you about this, and then if you want to be done, you can be done, and I'll just sit here and talk to myself. Well, you can ask me this, and then we've got to get to your reveal. Well, we do at the end, We're at, and we're almost at the end right now. Sweet. Um, the biggest story, and this is not just in football. All right, we're going outside of football. By the way, the uh, Seattle Mariners, if anybody cares. Oh, nobody cares? Okay. The uh, <laughs> Seattle <laughs> Crickets. I didn't hear anything. I should insert crickets into that. I have that. Uh, no, there are eight games above 500, and this time last year there were six games under 500. So I'm just saying. Anyway. So you're telling me there's a chance. I, you know what? There's a chance. I love – this is the – just a quick little sidetrack. I love – I want to be a part of, of sports media so bad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then it makes me laugh too like because i could never be what most sports media guys are which is the forever optimistic right i can't be that i'm i'm a self-labeled realistic fan and i use it's realist it's realistic aka bitter it's not bitter but it's not it's not, it's the i don't just look oh they won a game that means they're going to world in the world series yeah <laughs> where <laughs> i don't care what you say i'm not gonna listen i don't care what you're gonna say they're really good they're gonna win everything they're awesome James this Paxton. Mariners team is fantastic. James Paxton's a young winner. He's going to win it all. And James Paxton is awesome, and he's had a great season. That eagle landed on his shoulder, gave him magical powers. <laughs> he threw a no-hitter in, and he's in been Canada. Gr- and he's been great. So, But I, I could never be, and this is where I struggle as, in the Seahawks world too, I get a lot of crap from being that realistic fan where I, I don't just sit there and go, you know, hey, guys, it's okay. You'll get them next time. Right. Like, that's not me. Right. So it, it's, it's going to be a hard transition for me one day because I will make it there, but I'm never going to be that <laughs> that one. And so they're all going to hate me. It's going to be funny. Anyway, so this story uh, goes beyond football. The The Supreme Court's decision oh, yeah. to 
get a, so it, it's mis it's people are, are understanding it wrong it's not that they just legalize gambling like boom done boom it's legal they they took away the ban and then allowed now the states individually get to decide what to do with gambling on professional sports yep and it's a big decision what, what, do, you think, what do you think pete rose is thinking right now yeah <laughs> he's pissed off <laughs> <laughs> anyways but <laughs> that's a very valid question um it's 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 an interesting thing because um i love it personally yeah no so do i but washington state now because that's where we live for those of you who didn't know um now that it's down to the states the states individually have to make that decision and no one knows what washington's going to do but it almost sounds like they're not going to do anything they're going to leave it like it is um but it's that sounds to me like a waste because just like legalizing marijuana in this state which they finally did the revenue that comes from it it's that's the only reason you need like it's revenue mm-hmm. period. and period yeah that's it that's the only argument that matters it's revenue now everyone's concerned you got people that have their issues with gambling totally get that totally understand so any programs that get put out there for gambling with those need to come support programs for anyone who's got a gambling addiction. So so you love it. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm all about it. I've I've always wanted to do, you know, just personally, I've always you know, you see all the commercials and the ads for all these Yeah, cuz we can't do any sort of gambling yeah, sites when it comes to sports. Like foot the football fantasy football ones, we can't do those and here. We, and we can't do them. And it sucks. DraftKings and what's the other one? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Those ones. Um, those are hugely popular. And we can't even – we have to be careful. Like if we're doing fantasy football on like ESPN, you have to be really careful about what you put in the – you have to do all your um, – like say your buy-ins, 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. You have to do it all on the download. You can't do it through ESPN because it's a paper trail. Right. And if the feds in Washington State decided to crack down, they could. It's just dumb. Yeah. So it's a big deal, and I hope our state does something because I would love to do any of the fantasy football ones or mm-hmm. or just being able to bet on anything. Yeah. Whoa. Anything sports related. Yeah. I mean, that just it, it's going to be it's it's funny because it's just in time for you got you got Oakland going to Vegas, right? Yeah. And. <laughs> So it's kind of just in time for that. And you've got plenty of states that are going to jump all over this and and make it legal. It's going to change the the atmosphere a little bit when it comes to the sports world because now they have the decisions to make in a state like – so now in the stadium in, in Vegas because Vegas, you know, they're going to – they're it's Vegas. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah. Now are they going to allow like – is the NFL because I think Goodell came out and said something about how we need rules. The, the league, yeah, the league put out a statement. Yeah, because are they going to allow you to just gamble like in the stadium? Like, is that going to be part of the experience now? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, it's I think that's what Scan they're concerned your ticket, about. Ask if you want to place a wager. <laughs> and the NFL in their statement too, like it's funny because you know that they came out and said stuff, but really and honestly, what they're thinking of is, hey, hey guys, um, let's uh, let's make sure we get our cut okay exactly you know exactly and and that's gonna be the same for all the professional sports uh venues so i don't know it's kind of a cool thing and i hope that it's still too early to tell 
just people don't get all like excited and think, "Ooh, yeah, I get to gamble now." It's not how it works. No, it literally, yeah, and that's all you saw as soon as that ruling came out. What was that last Thursday? Yeah, or last Friday, something like that. Um, just all over on social media. Just oh, sweet, we got to do this we now. We got to do this now. Like, no, 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 that's no. no. That's not what that means. No, 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 no. But yeah, no, no, no. But it is cool. So, anyway, that was forty-five minutes. That's not bad. Not too bad at all. We just talk and talk and talk. So, Brian. Andrew. And for everybody who is still listening and you're wanting to know, what uh, what went on? What was the big thing that went on this weekend for you? What well, didn't actually happen this weekend. But um bum, where's my sound effect? Um Duh, winning. <laughs> um the the wife and I got to announce that we're expecting our second child. Congratulations. Thank you. In November. Nobody cares. I get it. Second child. I did see the date, though. November 17th, right? Yes. Uh, make it the 19th. That's a great date. <laughs> What's on the 19th? That's my birthday. That's your birthday? Yeah. Okay, so we have you saying make it the 19th because that's your birthday. We had one of somebody else in her family say make it the 18th because that was somebody else's birthday. <laughs> um, if, it, if he, she, whatever it is, I'm really hoping for a girl. Um, I have the boy already. Girl will be great. Um, if, if it's if it's anything like Emmett, it'll be nowhere near that. It'll be like a week later. Well, that's the thing. Lucas, you know, due date was January twenty seventh, and here comes February sixth, and he was born. God, Super Bowl baby. But no, happy for you. Congratulations. It's it's awesome. We we've went through a lot to have our first one, and and um, we're not young anymore, and so this is definitely it. But. I am uh, I, I kept myself from getting excited until we could tell everybody, and we're 14 weeks along. I finally get to tell the whole world, and we did that Saturday, and, and it's been – everyone's support has been amazing, and, and we're excited and, and scared out of our freaking minds. Oh, yeah. Nervous. How do you handle two of them? <laughs> of them. <laughs> like, I have a three-year-old almost that's – I mean, that's a handful enough. For those of you out there who have, like, four, five kids, Wow. I could never do that, ever. Strong. When 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 is your next one? <laughs> it's pretty dark in here. I think it's we really, should, think really, we should end the episode. Think we should cut this off a little bit. It's literally pitch black in I'm here. I'm just kidding. You guys have the most amazing son. You have a great little family. What are you, what are you kidding? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. So, all right. Well, we we ended up pulling together 45 minutes worth of crap. <laughs> if any of you are out there. Send us ideas for anything. Yeah, we did a little post. We had one yep, person yep, say yep, so yep, that yep. was and that was a. Did you see the idea? Yep, it was a great one. I thought. Yep. So one listener, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we know we have multiple of you out there. There's many more. So yes, please. Um, this is going to be a gonna. This is gonna. This is gonna. This is gonna be a tough summer <laughs> to get through. But uh, if we can get help in some topics, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep making shows. Hopefully, we don't have to take any more weeks off. Nah, maybe. Um, but anyway, so um, follow us on all that uh, social media and all that stuff. We don't have to go through that again. No, it'll all be in the in the uh, the. Uh, what am I trying to say? It'll all be all the <laughs> links will be in the description of the episode. There we go. There it is. That's what we're talking about. All right. Well, until next week. Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Go Hawks. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.